0: Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Goo and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are inside of two weeks for the NFL Draft, and Wiz and I are going over each division and each team, uh, determining what we think uh, are the needs for those teams, especially after the free agency period. And uh, we are on to the NFC South uh When you look at the NFC South, uh, probably as wide open a division as you have now with Tom Brady moving on. You have a complete change in landscape wherever you look uh, at each of these teams. And the Falcons are the team we're going to start off with today. Uh, The Atlanta Falcons had a lot of money to spend. They spent that money on the defensive side of the ball. But as we both know, this is a team that still needs lots of work.
1: Yeah, you know, when I look at the NFC South, I see a kind of changing of the guard where the Bucs and Saints uh, these last handful of years have uh, been at the top and Carolina and the Falcons, I think, uh, are ready to make that switch and uh, go from uh, the two teams at the bottom of the division to uh, the two teams going to the top of the division. And when you look at Atlanta, um, I like all, you know some of the things they've done here. And uh, they only have seven picks, but they do have uh, – You know, some early picks, uh, first, second, third, and a pair of fourth-round picks. Um, I think when you look at Atlanta, um, there are definitely some spots that they could use help at. You know, getting someone to rush the passer, I think, is at the very top of the list. Getting an edge rusher, which I think they very, very well could take care of or try and take care of with their eighth overall pick, Uh, I think – getting a wide receiver as well. The play opposite of Drake London, I, I think is something they could look at in this draft. Um, they need secondary help, cornerback and safety, but they, I guess they're going to hope Akuda can kind of change his life around in the NFL in terms of uh, starting over a new leaf and hopefully they can help him in quarterback, at uh, cornerback. So I, I guess with that being said, edge rusher, getting after getting someone to get after the passer, a wide receiver and safety what are the three main spots, at least I see, uh, for the Falcons to address. How do you see
0: it? Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think it's kind of interesting what they've done, bringing guys like Calais Campbell and Bud Dupree. These are guys that are obviously older, old, older more established players. But, you know, to your point, bringing in a young guy for... Players like these to you know, you know, to kind of help tutelage uh, a, a young defensive star, uh, I think it's a perfect landing spot, right? So Arthur Blank definitely had a lot of money to spend in his draft. Uh, sorry, before the draft, in which he did. Uh, and now he gets the opportunity to kind of build up this team. And, and like you said, I, I like the fact that they have five picks inside the top 100. Uh, I would be looking at defense with that first pick if I was them. I don't disagree with you at all regarding depth at the receiver position. You know, Kyle Pitts going down last year was was obviously a big loss as well. Um, you know, Desmond Ritter, a lot of question marks around that player. I, you know, I, I don't think the Falcons are going to be in the market for a quarterback. I think they'll continue to build on a player like Ritter and, and their young running back room as well Tyler Algier last year uh, you know providing uh, some stability at the running back position for the Falcons so so I don't I don't disagree with you and, and yes, yeah, some secondary help also uh, could could be of assistance for the Falcons but uh you know they were seven and ten last year with so they have an opportunity to move up in this division especially with Tampa Bay definitely taking a step back and I think question marks around where New Orleans goes from here yeah I would I would,
1: I would agree with that. And, uh, well, one thing I just want to mention on the Falcons is I was really impressed, kind of like how that offensive line turned the switch on. And for years, they were just the, really the weak spot of that team. But, you know, boy, they really got that running game going and their confidence level up. And uh, they they were running the ball at will against teams in Algier, uh, especially in the last half of the year was was really running hard, and it, it just seemed something to be clicking there. So <clears throat> watching that Falcons offensive line really turn things around, I think... Uh to be something to keep
0: an eye out for this year, yeah. And Arthur Smith likes to run the football with, right? And that, that's uh, you know, coming from the Titans where he had Derrick Henry, and I'm not making a Derrick Henry Tyler Jr comparison, um, but but nonetheless, you know, this is a guy that does does want to run the football. He, he's probably going to be playing a lot, 12 personnel, because he brought John Smith on, into this roster as well. So, yeah, I think the things are looking up, and the fact that they were able to kind of, despite the youth here, um, I think your point's well taken, uh, at, at the offensive line position, they still manage the seven 10 record.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's a division that, uh, uh, could be, could be interesting, uh, this year without, you know, the point you made about, uh, the Bucs and the, and the Saints, a lot of question marks about those teams.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, as we lead into Carolina Panthers, uh, you know, you and I talked about uh, this a team, you know, ready to take that next step. You know, you're starting to see the fruits of what they did a few years ago where every player that they drafted was a defensive player. Uh, this is one of the top young defenses, I believe, in the NFL. Um, you know, Frank Wright comes in, uh, gets the opportunity to pick his quarterback. Uh, we've talked a lot about what this team has done on the coaching staff front. Uh, and now they get to uh you know they they made a big trade they move up to the number one pick in the draft from the bears uh, in addition to that they have a they have a total of six picks they get the thirty ninth pick in the draft. Uh, they don't pick until ninety third, and they got two fourth round picks and a fifth round pick. So, you know, again, I think this team has made a lot of significant changes. But this 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 decision of whom they take uh, at quarterback will probably be the, the the decision that shapes their their future here. Uh, there, there's talent on this roster. They're going to have to replace DJ Moore without a doubt in some in some fashion. Um, and and the quarterback position uh, is the other addressing, but this is a young and budding defense that I don't think takes precedence in this particular draft, Wiz. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm all in on Carolina this year. Um, you know. Uh- seven Seven-and-a-half wins I think is ridiculous. I, I've already made a large wager on that. I think they're going to win the division, and I think they could uh, make noise in the playoffs as well. They're going to switch things around on defense a little bit with their uh, with their scheme. Uh, they're going to let Brian Burns kind of like play that uh, kind outside of linebacker position and uh, let him rush the passer. So I think that could be a key thing. And then, yeah, they, they traded D.J. Moore in the trade. But I'm going to tell you something – I think their pass catchers are better now than before that trade. They, they they lost D.J. Moore, but now they have Adam Phelan, they have D.J. Shark, and they have Hayden Hurst, actually a tight end that can make plays in the middle of the field, the absolute thing that you want when you're going to bring in a rookie quarterback. So they'll address that. They'll take a wide receiver uh, probably in this draft at some point, I'm guessing. But I I think – they are going to take, obviously, they're going to take the quarterback with the first pick. But after that, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they were able to go after and get someone in this draft who could play opposite Burns uh, and maybe also rush the pass. Because I, I think with their picks, um, again, not a lot of picks, but their first, the second, the third, and a pair of fourth-round picks, those are five picks um Pretty early in his draft to be able to do some damage. So uh, we know the quarterback will be taken with the first pick, but I, I think I think wide receiver and then getting someone to play opposite Burns. And uh, to your point, I think that defense has certainly been a playoff defense and uh, will continue to improve.
0: Yeah, and and, and you know it will be interesting to see schematically as well. Like we know last year after the McCaffrey trade, you know they they leaned on that that running back duo of, of, of Freeman and. Um, and Chuba Hubbard, and uh, obviously that's changed with Miles Sanders coming in. But I, you know, I suspect that you know there'll be a good mix of of, of running and, and passing in the Frank Reich offense. And uh, yeah, I, I just this this is the team to watch uh, with, without a doubt in the in the NFC South. Was
1: yeah, I mean, just at the end of the year, also just that he shouldn't be forgotten. Is uh was, yeah. was 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 getting in there, and he's he was like kind of a third headed monster third guy in that three-headed monster and uh yeah their, their ground and pound was was terrific last year and i think uh they'll continue that with their defense as well and uh i i think i'm very very optimistic with all of the coaching changes and guys that they brought in a lot of smart players uh a lot of smart ex-players and coaches are in that um are going to be in that building for the Carolina Panthers this year and i think uh they're going to be an ascending
0: team. Yeah, I mean, your point on Blackshear, because he was kind of like if you look at the preseason last year for the Bills, and that's where he that's where he was before before he was uh, grabbed by the Panthers. He was terrific in the preseason last year.
1: No, he really he really was, and they they started just giving all those guys an opportunity. To, you know, they. They they were just uh, they were just a force to be reckoned with. And I know that we always like the momentum situation uh, to carry over for the next year when you see these teams playing so hard at the end of the year. And, uh, you know, Carolina could have started feeling sorry for themselves with those trades, but, um, you know, trading McCaffrey. But, again, I just think I'm looking at this situation with Carolina ascending and kind of Tampa Bay and the Saints Descending. So, um, I'm, again, I'm all in on Carolina.
0: All right. Uh, let's move to the Saints, whiz, where they do have eight draft picks. Uh, they do pick a little bit later in the round. There's some trades that occurred during the year. Uh, the Saints are going to probably be without Alvin Kamara for part of the season. They brought in Derek Carr uh michael thomas's contract got restructured i know you love chris olave a lot um they got something out of at of Shahid last year who was uh you know in the second half of the year one of the better fantasy receivers in terms of consistency especially as some of the other guys were battling injuries so um you know for the saints uh, to me, this is a defense that needs a, a little bit of fixing. It's, it's aging a little bit. Some secondary help, no question about it. They may want to add some running back depth later later in this in, in this draft because I don't know. Kind of, you know, there's a lot of mileage on Kamara, and now you have some legal woes in front of him as well. Uh, but that's kind of the way I see this, and I, I also think this is an offensive line that still needs some rebuilding too. Wiz.
1: yeah, I mean, they brought you know they they signed Jamal Williams, and that's not with the intention of him being um, a handcuff for uh, you know a, a guy who's going to get 3-5 carries a game. I mean, uh, this situation to me looks like Kamara is going to miss a good part to most of the year to maybe all of the year with what's going on with him. Um, and also, I got to say, separately from that, separate from that, he has not looked like the same guy to me. Um, and, you know, this is what happens to running backs. And uh, I don't know, it looks like he's taking a little bit of a decline. So is there a chance that they can add some depth to the running back room? Uh, With that in mind, I I think so. But to your point, um, they have to, that defense has been good for a while and um, their offense due to injuries and, and poor play has not been able to help that defense. so over time, um, they've been a little bit aging now. So I, I see some definite picks, um, to be made on the defensive side of the football to give them some depth and help them out at all levels, defensive end, really, uh, safety help linebacker help. Uh, and I think that's where they're going to address it. And, uh, again, um, a lot of question marks around the Saints. Uh, I don't think they could trust that Michael Thomas is going to play a full season. While I do love Chris Olave, uh, I don't think there's, a, there's any doubt that they're going to take a receiver uh, in this draft as well, just as kind of an insurance on Thomas.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I was thinking back to last year, and I, I'm not going to discount myself from this from this view. I thought last year that you know potentially the the, the Saints were going to be You know the best team in this division, actually, Uh, and you know, and ended up not working out very well at all. So, we'll see if it goes into a different direction this year with uh, David Carr, the uh, uh, Derek Carr at the helm.
1: Yeah, and then uh, that that leaves us with Tampa Bay, and uh, I don't know how it happened, but things have gotten sideways here with Tampa Bay. And when I look at this draft, I just see help all over the place. Um, it seems guys have left on the defensive side. Guys want to leave. Uh, there's there's no reliability. I don't think in the quarterback room. Um, definitely in the secondary, quarterback. They have to replace some guys they lost to free agency. Uh, linebacker, defensive line, and then we're not. You know, you can't even forget that this team had lost so many guys at free agency and injuries at offensive line as well. So it's gone sideways. They have a lot of picks, nine picks, but uh, you know, uh, six of the nine picks are round five and later. So um, they need a lot. And Tampa Bay, I think, has gone from Super Bowl contender to, I hate to say it, but rebuilding uh, very quickly and. Uh, I don't like the outlook for Tampa Bay this year, to be quite frank with you. And uh, I don't know how you see it, but they need a lot of help in this draft. And at a lot of different
0: positions. Yeah, that's exactly how I see it. And this was a team to, to it was the team to build na- to win now, right? And when I say win now, over the last couple of seasons, the way their contracts were set up. But you have a lot of guys making demands. You know, who wants to be traded? Who doesn't want to be here? Like you said, some guys pondering retirement. Um, they, they'll 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 have a hole at tight end as well with that. Uh, but yeah, help across the roster look, looks to be very clear. Um, and you know, I don't know how much they're going to be able to do in the draft with only three picks uh, early on in the draft because they don't have a fourth round pick either. So um, it's a rebuilding year, without a doubt. I don't trust the coaching situation. Uh, Byron left, which has moved on. Um, so I, you know, I think this team coming into the season, the way I look at it right now. This, this looks to be uh, the worst team in this division, but uh, it remains to be seen if that actually plays out on the field. But on paper, that's the way it feels, Wes.
1: No, I agree, agree, agree with that. And uh, again, just looking at it, uh, I, I just see a changing of the guard where I see ascending for the Falcons and Panthers and kind of the Saints and Bucks, uh going in the wrong way.
0: All right, very good. So that's the NFC South. Uh, One more to go. NFC West, Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. And Wiz, we'll talk shortly. NFC West.
1: You got it.